0: In 1825, Victor Hugo wrote War to the Demolishers, a call to arms against the destruction of medieval architecture in Paris. In 1831, he followed it up with a small novel that stirred the hearts of everyone who read it, urging them to look past the ugly exterior of old derelict buildings and to cherish the internal values, the history and the potential. If you walk through Paris today, marveling at the majesty of old architecture, send a thought and a thanks. To Quasimodo, the hunchback of Notre Dame. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus, and I've been dancing in a thunderstorm.
1: And I'm red, and I'm oh, the only one, the only one wearing uh, gray today, because Rasmus and Jan are both wearing oh, red, shit. which yeah. is nice. I didn't even notice. I take uh-huh. that as a no mage. Homage. Uh, moving on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm Jan and I not just my
0: shirt is red.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are pretty roasted, my friend.
0: Oh, yeah. Why is that? Tell us what the fuck you've been doing because you're not in Germany.
2: Oh, hell no. And, and you've been waiting to ask that probably for like the whole week.
0: Well, I, I was hoping to say, like, you 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 found the happiest place up in wherever the fuck you are. And I was hoping to say, please, just stay there. Don't, don't come here. To Oslo. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what happened. So I'm in Norway right now. My wife and I um, are doing a vacation and we landed in Oslo about two, three days ago. I'm not exactly sure it's vacation time. I don't count those days. Um, so yeah, we, we've been doing a ton of hiking and, mm-hmm. um, we, so we started, we flew into Oslo directly, took the rental car, uh, drove to, uh, I was told it's not Gailo, it's, uh, Yelo,
0: I believe. Yailo.
1: Yailo. Okay.
2: Don't and, worry, they, uh, they
1: don't even know themselves. So the, the names over there are just weird. It's, it's just random. A- they, they, they roll dices with letters on, on them and they make up city names so that that's okay that yeah would, but that I, we at least
0: pronounce <laughs> we at least pronounce all of the letters yeah <laughs>
1: we do as well <laughs> in a different way you sure you <laughs> do yeah we
0: pronounce them silently is that what you're saying
1: <laughs> sorry Jan go ahead
2: no no problem so starting from last week well no I should I should start further back actually because since the last recording um after the recording which was i believe on wednesday or thursday uh, not exactly sure Wednesday. wednesday. My, my vacation started and on saturday we went to rammstein oh which was yeah. so freaking Fucked phenomenal off.
1: yeah i've seen Cunt. the pictures and the videos it was insane oh it was it was absolutely amazing like that
2: that show i've never seen anything like it before um the, the, basically that whole place was on fire for about two <laughs> nice. hours. Yeah. Cool. And um it was at first it felt kind of sketchy like being in the same place with 50 other people <laughs> with everything going on just like mm, yep.
0: You mean you mean 1000
2: 50,000 50, people. 50k. Yeah, wow. That's 50K, right. 50k people for each yeah. day. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, but it was freaking phenomenal.
0: We don't hate you at all.
2: No. Dude, they uh in July they're going to be in um com, I believe yeah but that's Sweden it doesn't count <laughs> that's pretty close <laughs> to you you can check maybe it's maybe they are coming over to Norway yeah or maybe not and then it's your fault um, <laughs> 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 no but um, it was like ba- basically we went on the, on the concert there um, then we started our vacation basically relaxing on Sunday I went to a 70th birthday there uh, did a long bike tour which was really nice that's where I basically got my first sunburn. <laughs> then, um, <laughs> I like
1: the first sunburn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On
2: Tuesday, we flew into, um, Oslo and it's been like, what eight, between 18 and 22 degrees here, Celsius. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've been heading to, um, yellow. Um, then we did our first hike, which was funny because it's like, oh, it's like, we're in the mountains. It's really important to take sunscreen. I told my wife. So I took a lot of sunscreen and I put it in the front of my face and my ears <laughs> and i completely forgot my neck.
1: Uh, yeah. Like i just it's <laughs> not that i
2: just wiped my hands off like i just forgot it completely. So i'm a true redneck at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can you sing us a song? I've been
2: basically re- wearing my red t-shirt so it kind of blends in with the rest of my head <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, other than that, though, it's it's already getting a little bit better. It's going to be brown before it's yeah the skin flakes off but yeah other than that it's uh we've been doing some phenomenal hikes um then we what have you seen during the
1: hikes like landscapes or people just 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 just
2: (laughs) just the the landscape i even had a snowball fight which i was told by rasmus is the correct thing to do in june it's funny being up there in a t-shirt with 20 degrees celsius and just throwing snowballs at your wife it's actually pretty fun (laughs) that's good (laughs) oh yeah No, just landscape-wise. The people are very nice. Um, just from from everything, like the nature is fantastic.
1: Okay, so just between the two of us now, mm-hmm. tell me about the food. How's it? Because if I ask <laughs> Christmas, he, he he he's gonna say, "Oh, it's super good." But be- between a German and a French guy, how is the food? It's actually pretty good.
0: Okay. See? 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 See?
2: <laughs> it's, it's not changing the world good, but it's decent, decent food. They have decent okay, food Okay, good.
0: good. You, you, should, you should get a hold of uh, some of the, the cured ham.
2: Oh, my my! Um, wife did. We actually have it in the fridge. And there's also that uh, little devilish thing called uh, vanillas, which is like little doughs filled with vanilla pudding. Oh!
0: Oh yeah! Yeah! Oh, they, they're big. they're evil,
2: and also those cinnamon buns they have—they're just pure evil and delicious. And <laughs> we're going through one package today. No, um, but but seriously, uh, the the landscape is absolutely wonderful. The people we've met um, been nothing but nice. Um, we took some like we continued today. We're now at an Airbnb. Um, we arrived here. We took another hike in the. Um, well, in the morning, basically, uh, we took mm-hmm. one of those cable cars up the yeah. mountain. Then uh, you told me, Rasmus, about that um, heavy water.
0: The heavy basically, water? Factory. The,
2: yeah, yeah the, the electricity that they were making there. How do you call that? Like, no, basically. Uh,
0: from the war. Well, yeah, it's a hydroelectric dam. Uh, but yeah. during the war, they, they made heavy water. That was uh, early on. Sort of the whole factory was commandeered, confiscated by the Germans Yeah. Uh, to pro- help them produce with their nuclear program or nuclear weapons and you, program. And you
2: basically know that the names of those places better than I do. But we went up uh, Excuse me?
0: Ryokan? Ryokan.
2: Okay, good.
1: i just making up names right now. <laughs> no, no yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he's,
2: he's probably doing it. Um, so so we went up that um, with one of those cable cars. We did a nice like two, two and a half hour hike, which um, would, uh, the final point was one where the um, during the Second World War, there was like a gun placement from the Germans. where you could oh, yeah. still see the steel rods sticking out of the ground, which is nice because they put just up slabs of stone around it and made fireplaces out of it which is like the only logical thing to do, just make a barbecue place out of it.
0: Going from people screaming fire till you have lighting fires.
2: Yeah, so, so everything, it, it was absolutely fantastic. It was really nice, um, really nice to see. Now we're at the Airbnb, we arrived there, we went grocery shopping, we made burgers, um we um even with these germans
1: um, and their fucking burgers <laughs> oh dude it was
2: fantastic and even with a, a fried egg on top and the egg is actually from the farm here the place we have is absolutely you have a gorgeous. place
1: to
0: cook
2: yeah Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we have um, a kitchen, we have a dining room, we have a living room, and we have nice. three bedrooms in that Airbnb. Three bedrooms? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, which only Steph and I are staying at. I'm so on my way. we have plenty of is, space. Is that in
0: case you become enemies or something?
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Our friends
2: <laughs> join? Basically, am I going to take this bed? Am I going to take this bed? Oh, this one is comfy. <laughs> I'm going to take this one. <laughs> no, it's um just a, it's, it's a pretty big um, Airbnb. But you could select the people that would stay there so we just booked it for two uh, yeah. there's a jacuzzi outside which is really wow. nice uh, we Can have try make it? The, yeah, oh, oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah i just i basically i'm still drying off as we speak <laughs> and um there's also a nice um lake down there so right. yeah cool. abso- absolutely beautiful so this is this is where i'm at right what now the name this of has the lake my week it doesn't have a name it's too small for that I believe or maybe there is some weird ass name for it but
0: <laughs> Oh, it, it has a name but it might not show up on the map it's more like oh it's that puddle next to the big thing that's probably the name of it exactly no it's that
2: puddle up to the farm where there's like no other buildings around here <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so t- tomorrow we're gonna go down to Gronsberg to the um, museum for the silver mine the royal yeah. silver mines I wanna see that there's also a weapons factory I heard which is pretty yes. nice um, for like where they have, like, it's kind of like a museum where they have a lot of uh, old swords and stuff. So yeah, that that's that, that's the plan for tomorrow. But enough of me. Like this is this is vacation talk. W- what about you guys?
1: Please, please, when you go to the the mine and the factory, please take pictures and and same, uh, send them to us. We, I want to see that.
2: Please to to make you a little bit more jealous, so I can get more fuck yous. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: will do. My week has been um, pretty much the same as last week. We are still unpacking. As you can see behind me, uh, the workshop is still uh, untouched. Uh, because it seems
0: like you're packing more yeah, uh, vertically
1: all, now. Exactly. All the things that we are unpacking in the living room and we don't know what to do uh, with uh, just yet is stored in the workshop. So. I I believe, next week, when I take care of the workshop, it will go back to the living room uh, until we figure it out. So, yeah, I I really need to to get back to to work and to the living room. But I have a good excuse for that because I spent uh, almost two days putting mosquito nets on all the windows of the apartment because uh, we had the wonderful ideas to put some bread on the balcony for the birds nesting on the roof of the building. And uh, we are the third floor, final story of the the building, so they are nesting really close to us. Uh, I have no friends in the morning. I really enjoy them. Um, And so we, we put some bread on the balcony for them to be fed. Uh, And we were not expecting that they get uh, so close to us so quickly. Because on the third day, they're starting flying into the apartment just to get more bread. (laughs) Are are you basically a Disney princess now? Yeah, exactly. I am. (laughs) So...
2: (laughs) Oh, he's he's more like Jafar standing there, like. Ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was eating with my wife the other day, and the the, the windows were wide open, and and one bird just flew into the apartment, stayed like a, a mosquito flying, but in mid air, but not moving. Oh, mm. cool! Take a look at us eating, and just went back to the balcony, like, guys, you're eating give some <laughs> it was it was
2: unreal so that's why you're wearing that callaway um, ba- um hat you're wearing yeah. exactly
1: exactly yeah
2: so you're standing there with your golf club waiting for the next bird to fly in <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i spent the uh, uh, two days putting um assembling and putting a mosquito net on all the windows. And it was not an easy task because outside of the, it's supposed to be assembled from outside uh, the house. Yeah. And as I said, we are on the third floor. So that's not something I can do. Plus just outside of the window, we have this metal rolling um, thingy to to just uh, Completely close the, the apartment from daylight. Shutters. Shutters, yeah, thank you. Uh, so you have to insert the mosquito net, which is in a solid metal frame, between the window and the shutters. Uh, and basically, when it's done, you can't do that. So you have to assemble them in between the window and the shutter. So it was kind of a fun day that I had. And also, uh, we had our first leak—the dishwasher had a big leak yesterday. Uh, so what? Hey, water, water water are water officially kitchen. moved in. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a lot of mops and towels involved. Um, I have that, to. F- well, I have to ask: Was
0: that sort of like an sudden eruption kind of thing? I, mean, I assume it wasn't explosion, but was it? No, was just drip, drip, but then
1: mess. It was. Uh, I I don't really know because um, I was busy, so I was doing something else, and I suddenly I look at the floor, and there was water all over it. Uh, so I kind okay. of, yeah. But after a quick search, I understood that it was the dishwasher, and apparently there's just a, a joint broken uh, for the water going down inside the thingy behind the thing Um, yes exactly I'll figure it out but that's a tomorrow problem so uh, I'll see so yeah basically unpacking mosquito net uh, leaks Uh, oh yeah and I took my car to the garage because I was kind of fed up uh, to uh, you gave up on fixing it yourself? Yeah. Uh, not not really. Let me explain. We have a freaking heat wave at the moment in France. So right now, oh, we we too, we too. Yeah, but it's yeah, like 22, like said, <laughs> 22 degrees. It's just so. Yeah, I mean, look at the sunburn. <laughs> it's it was between thirty eight and forty uh, today. Oh fuck no! Here. Mm-hmm uh, uh it, it's it's really, really, really hard on a lot of people, um, including me. Um, so I wanted to have my air conditioning working again in the car. So yes. last week I took it to the garage just because I I have done a lot of work on my car. So everything was ready to have some uh, cooling gas uh, put inside the car, the AC unit of the car. Um, So I went to the garage, the guy uh, took the car for two hours, when I came back, he said, no, no no, can't do, there's a leak, so you have to fix that first, okay, Um, I can't find the leak by myself, so let me bring you the car back uh, next week, he said, okay, took it back on Wednesday morning, left the car for the whole day, when I came back around five, the guy told me, yep, found it, found it, it's right here. Uh, but I can't fix your car for two weeks because I'm too busy. So I order the part. I will change it myself as soon as I get it, and I will be able to uh, bring the car back to have the um, gas uh, uh, put in the AC unit uh, again. Yeah. But the heat wave will be gone uh, by that time. So I'm just. At, at least you
0: will be ready for the next one.
1: I hope so. I certainly hope so. So yeah. Um, it's been a fun week somehow, a uh, lot of short nights, not been able to sleep a lot because of the heat probably, but fun, fun week.
2: Red, you do usually like to be time efficient, so i give you a tip the next time your dishwasher breaks. Um, which floor are you living on? Uh, third floor. Third floor is fantastic. So what you take is a Hilti with like a 14 drill bit, and you just go into your kitchen and you just drill one hole exactly down. Not just that you're going to get rid of the water, you're also going to meet your new neighbors.
1: <laughs> that, that's a good tip. Thank, thanks, Jan. I'll I, I, try that, maybe. I'm not sure, but yeah. Thank you. Oh, wow. What about you, guys? I, I have actually
0: neglected to mention two things from last episode. One was that Tadia stopped by Oslo, oh, really? and I had a pint with him. Yeah, cool. I forgot to mention that on the last episode, and he will probably kill me if I don't say. The big something. giant Viking. Yeah, or give smother me to death or something with a hug. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't take any chances with him. Uh, and I also did my first sort of woodworking project. Nice. I. I helped a friend build a couple of shelves i i was supposed to just show up and help her put them on the wall but then of course the entire shelves were just in piles of bits of wood I was like yeah so we need to build this first and i was like you didn't say anything about this i'm tricked <laughs> We <You> buy dinner And <laughs> then <laughs> <I'm> not, <kidding. laughs> not done, of course we, we did that and then uh, working with all of that i was like okay i i brought like a few tools so we managed but it was like next time you want to build a shave shelf how about if you bring all of the materials to the place where all the tools are, yeah. instead of trying to bring the exact tools we need to the place where all the materials are? And her living room—it's like—and he was like, "You know, that's a very good idea. I wish I'd thought of that." <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yes, I—I have now done woodworking, sort of, at okay. least. But now this week, I—I. I, I'm probably forgetting things again because shit happens all the time now. Uh, But I went up to Hamad and the largest medieval fair in Norway, which was lots of fun because that's sort of a bit of a vacation thing for me because usually I just help out with the archery bit and there's someone else who's doing demonstrating blacksmithing and there's a lot of people who have a booth selling things together so I can actually sort of bugger off and do things and do some archery and meet people and drink beer and good so stuff
1: you didn't go for for a market this time it was like i did pro- I okay did. so you did both but, like proper vacation enjoying the 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 fair but also well, I, f- I, the market part. as
0: close to any proper vacation i can have yeah uh i did have one of the really good moments of like uh was supposed to <coughs> <coughs> sorry uh was, was supposed to help uh, with the archery and like showing the kids how to do it and helping them and all of that and it was this girl of maybe five that just immediately... I, I had to sort of help her guide her arms and all those things to so sort of keep things tight mm-hmm. so the arrow will actually fly long enough. But she did all the aiming and just got a nice, good old bullseye right nice. away. Nice,
1: that's cool. And
0: then, of course, her older brother also wanted to try it immediately, and he just missed on everything. Oh, damn, poor boy. I, I, that was really fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, uh, You've done
1: I, archery in the past, or are you... A little
0: bit. Yeah. I have... I have two longbows. One is my granddad's old hickory that he bought while he studied in Munich, I think, in the... Uh, whenever the fuck that was. 50s? 60s? 60s, I think. Uh, and I have a more modern composite kind of bow thing to do. Uh, fun thing is, like, one of them is actually links, so I can actually shoot fairly well with them. I don't remember which one at the moment, but it's one of them over there. Uh, and I've done, I've done a little bit of archery, but it tends to only be, like while I'm at these medieval fairs because then everything is set up and there's yeah. plenty of arrows and there's bows available and all of that. So it's like, oh, there's no no people in queue? Cool, let me shoot 30 arrows and then <laughs> people show up, I get all the arrows in and we repeat. So lots of fun. And uh, I have another market now this Sunday that I'm stressing out and getting things ready for. And I got pictures back from um, see, or the the hotel in Hemsedal and they were really happy about the fireplace doors. So, so that's, you that's basically tell S. me
2: we're not going to see each other this weekend.
0: Well, uh, no. Well, you're not coming to Oslo until Sunday,
2: right? Sunday morning.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'll be at the market uh, at the workshop. So you can come by in the evening. I can show you the workshop afterwards. Oh, nice. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. The, the wait, monkey... wait,
1: wait. So if Jan is at the shop, are you going to forge something together? Or are you... Just having a, a drink. I, or? I,
0: I think I've been blackmailed into sh- making roses for them. With nice,
1: them. okay, cool. Uh,
0: but yeah, the market is like from twelve till five o'clock. So if you stop by close to the end, there. I mean, if you come at four, you have plenty of time to see everything else. It's gonna be in Oslo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in the old gunpowder factory next to the workshop.
2: Okay, yeah, that 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 works out. We we gonna I think return the car around. 10-ish, 12-ish, I don't know yet. We'll be there.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid so. Just text me. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Uh, And I've been trying to do some more editing on the... the, 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 What's it do? Uh, The video of building the shelves and all of that. Uh, Which is coming along, but slowly. But it's coming along. And yesterday, I... Ended up not getting to the workshop at all, because I just was stuck dealing with office shit and the last of accounting stuff from last year and all that. So, uh, I was actually ready to record very early yesterday, and even had eaten early yesterday. Oh, and then I yeah, and then I've eaten so early that I was famished by the time it was <laughs> nine o'clock and I had to eat again. But that's <laughs> that's that's how it tends Story to go. Story of your um, life. Yeah, basically. But yeah, uh, currently I'm I'm prototyping table legs for a customer, trying, and it, they want it, it's a simple enough forging thing, but it's got enough curves and bends to it that I need to over bend things so that when I get the curve into the legs, the top of the table legs end up level with the floor and kind of things like that. So it's, uh, I spent two hours a day just looking at it and calculating and doing math things and all of that. So I'm. Um, I think I got it figured out for tomorrow, but
1: we'll see.
2: I'll judge it when I see it. (laughs) Hmm?
1: He said he'll judge it when he see it.
0: Uh, Yeah, we'll see about that. Maybe I'll hide it.
1: (laughs) you, 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 You wanted a segue? No, not specially, but if you have one, go for it.
0: No, I just wanted to say the word Segway. segue. Because okay, then good. we have a segue and then you can do a segue.
1: So that's that that was a segue. Okay. It's um, the Steve way of segue. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> you guys have a segue. <laughs> so yeah, this week topic um it occurred to me yesterday because I was um kind of exhausted by the by the heat wave, the mosquito net thing and the leak and the dishwasher and the car and everything. Um and I heard uh somewhere on the internet um kind of a poem it's not a poem because it comes from a a a french humorist from the 50s and 60s uh hilarious guy very old style super good uh he passed away now but uh, his work is so good that it's still uh broadcast on radio and 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 television and i heard something from him that i have never heard before which is called Praise of Fatigue, which is kind of a poem, something very different than what he's he's doing usually, was doing usually. Um, And it's basically um, the story of a guy who was told by his doctor that he's tired, he should rest. And the guy said, no, I won't rest. And he explained why he won't rest. And it made me think also uh, of Jan, who is now currently taking vacation in Norway, And uh, everything messed up in my mind and and I had this idea of a topic which would be resumed by work, recharge and repeat. And and so the idea behind that is uh, I would like to know how you guys um, deal with fatigue. But more importantly, how do you recharge in order to keep going with life, with work, with basically everything or anything? Uh, we tend to, to do a lot of work, we tend to be very active on the um, socials, uh, we have active lives now compared to a uh, few hundred years ago. Um, so it, it, it's not unnatural to be tired, but we keep going, we keep working, we keep uh, pushing it and moving, trying to move forward. Um, and I would like to understand the reason behind that. Yeah. Is it for personal um, success, uh, ambition? Uh, is it the, the, the pressure of the society? So that that's one aspect of the question. But what I'm most interested in is how you cope with uh, everything that's going on, uh, with tiredness, fatigue, and, and basically how do you recharge in order to just keep going?
0: Just if I may bring it, back a little bit from I think where you want to be with the question uh, like just 10,000 years ago hunter gather people if you were out hunting and you got tired and you gave up you would be dead because then you wouldn't have food
1: yeah absolutely
0: but maybe now we we have sort of just lost uh, maybe that habit of being tired and that being tired is a part of being alive
2: that's a good point actually Also the opposite though, like um, there's, and I don't know who said that, but there was a discussion um, about a historian who actually said, it's like, this is not exactly true. It was when we were caveman's, but later on um, it was, yes, there was hard work. And for example, when the farmers put out the grains and the harvest, the harvest had to put in and they had to put in the hours, but in between that, if you were tired, you would look for a comfy place, you would lie down and you would just sleep for a couple of hours. Try, yeah, doing, that of, try yeah. and doing that at work these days. I mean, you get your ass yeah. fired. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, that, that's something I think is coming back, though. Like actually being allowed to have like a nap at work. Some Like Google, I think, has been fairly big about allowing things like that, having nap pods, basically.
1: Yeah, they are trying um, apparently to take inspiration from northern country, uh, from Europe, like Sweden and Norway and 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 maybe Finland. I'm not sure that countries. They just
0: that, have vodka. They don't do not
1: nap. <laughs> so from countries that that allow that, uh, also Japan. It's kind of um tolerate tolerate, tolerate. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's kind of tolerated uh, <laughs> at work over there. <laughs> I would admit that. Field day now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we, I will, I will cut that. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of tolerated in Japan that the, taking a nap is tolerated in Japan. It it it's like seen as you are working so hard that you are exhausted, so you can just rest on your desk for one hour and take a nap, and that's okay, even though you are a worker and slacker. It, it just appears that yeah. you are a hard worker. All but that you're count right.
2: Is that you leave at last?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you're right, uh, Jan. You can't do that anymore. You you would be seen as a slacker. You would get fired when back in the days, and not that long ago in the fifties or or, or f- maybe not in the sixties, but before the the fifties, when you were tired, you were allowed to rest. At least when you were a farmer. Uh, I don't think my grandfather was in the. Coal mine was allowed to do so because if one was just resting or sleeping, may the other may end up dead. Uh, it was complicated. Depends on the work, on the job, obviously. Um. Uh, but the fact, the 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 physical fatigue, tiredness, is something I was more thinking about. Um. The. Psychological aspect of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like okay, how
1: okay. how we just recharge. And keep the motivation to, yeah, keep going, keep doing the same thing over and over the, uh, over again every single day, because uh, there is a big discussion now. We are in the um, uh, in between elections in France, and they are they keep talking about the age of retirement and how long we are supposed to work and all of that. And people are arguing that depending on a job you. Uh, should be able to uh, retire um, early on compared to other people working in an office. Uh, mm-hmm. But they don't realize that working in an office can also be super exhausting, Not maybe not for the body, uh, compared to someone who's working on a coal mine or is uh, uh, driving a truck all day and 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 so on and so on. But it can also be super exhausting and, and teachers and everything. Um, so yeah, I was interested in how... Uh, what made me think of that is, is Jan taking nice vacation in Norway um and I know Jan that you are traveling a lot uh, you were in Thailand uh, not not that long ago um is is that a way for you to just be able to cope with your job or life definitely, or is, de- yeah. definitely.
2: There's, there's actually like after over the years I came to recognize that there's an easy um well somewhat easy way to find out um, my job now is more psych- like taxing from um psychological standpoint, from like the, the workload, the mental workload I have, and not the physical one. So what I tr- do is I try to ma- um, kind of match my exhaustion that I have, mm-hmm. uh, my mental exhaustion with physical one. Yeah. And if that gets too much, if I mentally does strain that I can not match it with the physical one, like that I can't reach like the same exhaustion level, that's where I need vacation. And this is basically for me a vacation because um, as my wife and I do have the same kind of vacation that we like. It's a really active one. It's not that we're just going and have sports all the time, but we're going hiking. We're seeing new places, like we're trying to see new places learn new stuff um and also of course like with the hiking aspect now in norway um we, we are physically trained i am right now this is why i'm like slurring my words i am so freaking tired because we've been on a hike every single day since we arrived here or multiple hikes yeah. and um also we've seen so many new places and enjoyed the landscape and just took everything in that at the end of the night, or when we come back, we eat, we maybe have a drink. We talk for a little bit and then we go to bed and we just fall asleep, which has been like, at, I think the first night was around nine 30. The second one, I somehow managed to stay up till 10. And I mean, the sun is up outside. Yeah. It's, it's been yeah. like, also you, you can yeah. see it in the back. It's still light. I mean, we got, we got, oh, well, yeah. Yeah, in the, everyone in on the night?
0: podcast can can hear the sun being up. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: No, I'm showing you guys. Fuck your ass. <laughs>
1: that's the reason I asked Jan because you, that's not the typical um, vacation that I see you taking. Uh, when you were in Thailand and now in Norway, you're always uh, visiting stuff and and hiking and and moving. So it it's not like um, you're not resting on a beach all day and just resting your body no 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 i could never do that yeah it appears to me that 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 you are uh, literally re- recharging your your uh, mind your spirit by visiting new places and and if the, the the physical um exhaustion doesn't count at this point because it feels so good to be seeing new stuff that you yes. are resting in in a different way
2: For me, it's matching my physical exhaustion with my um, uh, psychological one, Mm -hmm. and also being able to control that level of both of them. For me, the freedom, like for me, if if I say I have enough, I don't wanna like walk another mile or something or another kilometer, then I'm just gonna sit down and I'm gonna put my legs up and I'm gonna enjoy the scenery. So what I do is basically just try to find a level that I can keep. And also control both, um, yeah, both levels, psychological and physical.
0: I, I, I'm I'm guessing though that getting this whole new set of sensory input mm-hmm. is maybe not relaxing in the same way, but it shifts your focus from what was exhausting earlier. I'm I'm guessing.
1: Yeah.
2: I not think, not I, I, really like i, I kind of that. i kind of enjoy it like i can feel it because it kind of tickles the same when i'm like working for business and i'm talking to business partners and i have the input there so this is kind of for me hitting the same spots in the way of oh, okay wow well, this is taxing like this is something i'm going to concentrate on and this is like a wave of new information coming in at the moment and this is something i enjoy um but in the evening i can sit down and talk with my wife about the day and how everything was and kind of like go through the process and also with the benefit of being physically completely drained. And that, that's one of the things and that helps me like getting a good sleep. And I'm not even sleeping that long here. Like we've been averaging about probably between six and seven hours a night since we got here, but it's still enough. I still wake up in the morning and I'm refreshed. I get up and make a coffee. I'm standing there like I thoroughly enjoy everything about it.
1: There, there is probably also the excitement of being in, in a place you've never been before, being on vacation for a few days and wanting to make the most of it. I remember when I took my wife to Japan for the first time, it was for our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there for a week and it was the same. We were up at like probably 5.30, 6 in the morning. Uh, Mm Leaving the hotel around 7 and and coming back at night around 8 or 9. And we were having very short nights, like sleeping 5 or 6 hours because we wanted to make the most of the vacation. We wanted to see everything. And Tokyo and Kyoto are big cities, so there is so much to watch that you can't really sleep during your vacation, even though you are tired.
2: Yeah, but this would be something that would probably not be enjoyable for me. Yeah. I'm try like I work really hard to get away from this. It's like, oh, we have to see this, 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 this. My wife mm-hmm. and I usually we make plans either before a vacation or during the vacation, with mm-hmm. stuff we would like to see. And then we start over the day with like seeing different things. And then we decide and depending on how much time we have left, yeah. which stuff we're gonna cross off the list and not just not gonna do. Because okay. we don't wanna feel rushed.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like true. This is like the yeah. typical yeah.
2: Japanese vacation would be like we had those with my co-workers who would oh, yeah. basically do all of Germany within one week. Like get out yeah. of the car, shoot 20 pictures, get back into the car and drive no, for the next 300 hundred the kilometers. In the world. There's, yeah. there's no vacation in that. There's no nothing refreshing in that. This is just collecting pictures.
0: I think I'm very different from that, Jan. I um uh, getting physically exhausted. It's sort of my day-to-day. Yeah. Exactly. But getting new sensory inputs or new experiences, that's an education for me. Sort mm-hmm. of disconnecting the, the old parts of my brain and engaging something new. Mm-hmm. So I, I would very much be the kind of person who would be happy to wake up early and just walk around the city an entire day or an entire day at the museum and things like that and be absolutely physically exhausted by the end of it, but feeling great.
2: Yeah. Because the man, because of the mental input.
0: Yes. No, I'm yep, not, I'm not, exactly.
2: I'm not saying that like, this is, of course, I completely agree with it. Like we did the same thing when we learned, like we average about 20, we really have that average where we, um, or that, that thing we average about 20 kilometers a day by foot. And we do uh, city tours when we walk around. Like This is like the the normal average we do. Sometimes it's 25, sometimes it's only 18. It's usually not less than 20, though. And uh, so this is what, for me, my level is of physical uh, exhaustion. And we also see stuff over the whole day. But we don't make plans before that that we say, there's 20 things I want to see, and we have to do those 20 things within one day.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that, that would be exhausting to have to squeeze everything in exactly we still
2: spent the whole day looking at museums or doing hikes or looking at stuff there's not not no like a real break in between but it's not that we said it's like well we just went into this museum but we have to run through the exit now because there's like three other museums we want to see like that's not what we're doing
0: no that 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 sounds more stressful than relaxing
2: and what can be really relaxing though and if you still want to be busy for i just take for example barcelona allow yourself to get lost oh yeah you have different points you want to see and if you're close to one you just go and if you see an interesting side street you just walk into that side street and you can get lost for one or two hours and don't feel bad about it because there was interesting stuff to see there and then you just look at the map where you're at the moment and where you want to go next and that's where you like do your next trip to Um,
0: for for me that's the best part of any new city Mm -hmm. is just leaving bags or hopefully leaving bags at the hotel yeah. And then just walk out and get lost for a couple of hours
1: and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. How do you do it, Raz, uh, when you've said uh, rightfully that your day-to-day job is, is exhausting? You're a blacksmith, so you're working in heat and you are um, it's physically demanding. Uh, how do you cope with fatigue? How do you recharge, like, f- physically and mentally?
0: I go dancing.
1: <laughs> so you you get even more exhausted by dancing.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I I might be like in the minority here, but for me at least, getting physically exhausted is a part of living. No, oh, sure. Getting yeah, mentally yeah. exhausting, exhausted, it is the tiresome bit. That's the part you need to recharge from. Yeah. Just I mean, it's. Um, I I I guess that's why a lot of people. Like need to work out is because we need to like the normal day job isn't physically demanding enough to keep their body like healthy. Like I I've set up my life in such a way that I don't need to work out outside of that, but I need to take the mental break of work and Mm -hmm. go do something that's only fun. Uh, well that that's two things I forgot to mention earlier, like going to the Nerd Quiz that is now that's been going on now uh downtown in Oslo. And having a couple of pints with friends is brilliant. Especially when it's Lord of the Rings and I can just come up with all of my weird knowledge of Silver really? And No, I, because I'm always wrong, yeah. uh, apparently. <laughs> no, I forgot the... Okay, two things, two things, if I may rant upon that.
1: <laughs> they, Go fight.
0: They, they, uh, they were asking a question based upon the movie and asking what happened in like w- in, when the armies of Rohan met uh, oh. the armies of Sauron and they asked the name of that battle. Uh, so they the should have mentioned
1: phrased. that it was it was a mix between the book and the movie and no, no, not no, only the yeah, books.
0: Yeah, Yes, and sometimes they had to specify things like that. But the really annoying thing is that they showed a clip. The, 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 it's a brilliant quest Like there was a lot of like, okay, here's a scene. It's translated into a different language. What is the character saying in English? Okay. So we were speaking Ukrainian or, or, and we had to figure out remembered lines nice. from the movie, That's which cool. is absolutely fun. I, I nailed a couple of those. Uh, but then there was like, OK, so here's an audio soundtrack. What happens in this scene? Oh, damn. And I was spot on at what was happening. Uh-huh. But I said it was the, uh, the Battle of Helm's Deep because it was the movie. That's uh-huh. the only way they refer to that battle. In the books, they call it the Battle of Hornberg because that's the castle. Helms Deep is the valley, and I got that wrong, and yeah. I hate them for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the uh, and but there was a lot of like fun things like listening because I could hear like the one um, what's the like uh, a, v- a wooden board that they used. I uh, had a pot on top of the gate that it was pushing oil and rocks out of. Yeah. I could hear that hitting uh-huh. so i was like oh that's the only like you had the army sounds you had the suspenseful thing you heard the rain i was like oh, yeah, but that's the only battle scene you get where you have that that thing and then there was the other one was uh on top of amon hen when aragorn is i've just sort of chased frodo off uh, and told him to get the boats across the river and that just that scene and then the, uh, the uruks are coming up the hill and attacking him and i was like oh yeah no i know that soundtrack <laughs> <laughs> I know specifically that soundtrack. I could hear exactly what is happening in that. Uh, that, that was the only two times where I was perfectly right, and of course one of them I was wrong because I said the wrong name for the same <laughs> fucking thing. Uh, but yeah, and th- like that's that's a lot of fun because it's so different. But even better is like going dancing because it's still physical and you meet people and it's social. Even though I hate people, but that's beside the point. But it's dancing. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I, I tolerate dancing people, I guess uh, uh, And uh, even today I, I, I have to say this because I felt really, really good Even though nothing is true uh, It was dan- dancing outside I, I arrived like pretty spot on at 7 o'clock I was very early before the speaker And as soon as I approach the spot outside at Søderenga in Oslo by, down by the fjords and the docks and all of that it just immediately starts to rain as it's a thunderstorm
1: <laughs> nice yeah so perfect, we, we, I mean.
0: we, we, we scurry off find Us, find uh, we've we done this at the same place for a couple of years plus minus corona times uh, and there's, there's this spot where there's a nice wooden floor it's slanted so it's not perfect but it's under the roof and it's enough space for a fair amount of couples to be dancing at the same time so we go over there we start dancing and at some point, like, the proper thunderstorm comes in. And, like, I... For once in my life, I nail a good dip on the last beat of the music. And as I go into the da- to dip, it the lightning strikes and the thunderclap hits. And it <laughs> was, like, the perfect crescendo. Nice. I felt really good, even though it's nothing of it is true. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, point being... Uh. Uh, dancing like even though it's physically demanding it's mentally taxing in way different ways and mm-hmm. that's a good way for me to recharge but i i've also been been told i am very weird and don't have limits when it comes to physical exhaustion so i don't know
1: you're you're young that's it you'll see
2: no and i and i would like and i think one thing that raz is not mentioning is he's talking about like being physically exhausted at the end of the day. But for another fact, I know that you told us that you are listening to podcasts all day. So at the same time, you're getting your psychological input. And like, yeah, how do you call it, basically stuff that challenges you stuff you think about it, you do your physical work, but you also soak up knowledge like a sponge. Yeah. i I mean the the kind of information and fun facts you come along like all the time just is a perfect example for that
0: which which by all means it came in handy today because one of the girls i was dancing with uh is from vancouver and i had just listened to a fun fact about how the chinese are buying real estate through the casinos in vancouver and not even moving in they're just in trying to get their money out of china by buying property in Vancouver because of how gambling works there, that's an easy way of getting their money out and racketeering rings and weird fun things. Uh, and she was like, "Yes, that's the biggest problem with housing in Vancouver at the moment." So I was like, "Ooh, I hit something."
1: <laughs> so she was impressed, that you know?
0: I think so. Oh. Uh, she also said that when I visit Stean over in Berkeley, she is starting at. She's starting to attend Berkeley now in in a couple of months. She's heading back there tomorrow i think she said so it's like oh i can show you all of the swing spots in vancouver i hope she still means swing dancing and not swingers <laughs> stuff. but we'll, we'll see
1: you'll see man <laughs> take the risk <laughs>
0: yeah oh well, my, my dad always said i had to go out and explore the world so <laughs> yeah exactly do that <laughs> not sure this is what he meant but we'll see what happens
1: uh nice
0: did, did I answer anything properly or did I just ramble on?
1: No, k- kind of. Um, uh, you, you both answer part of the question. Uh, okay, so th- how, how about you? How, how is... Ex-
2: exactly, that would be my, also my question. It's like, do you, did you ask us because you know how you do it or because you're looking for an answer?
1: Uh, yeah, kind kind of both, Yan. Yeah, actually, um, when I heard this this kind of poem, it was more like a song, but this kind of poem, Praise of Fatigue," it made me think of myself because I I was listening to the guy, and it was yeah, it's it's absolutely fantastic how he describes the way he accepts uh, fatigue into his life for 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 something good, for something better, uh, and in that case, it was his family. So it kind of... I think I, I liked this poem because of that also. Uh, because it kind of resonated in, in me. Like fatigue is good when it has a purpose. When, when you know that it's not for nothing. Um, if you have been in the army, like I, I did for one fucking year, you know that it, it means nothing. Like running 20 miles with a backpack full and your gun... It will bring you nothing in life because you will never be a professional s- soldier. It You are not doing that enough for it to, for it to be beneficial for your health. Um, it's not proper training. You should have done that ev- every single day for months.
0: Except I would say it teaches you how to be exhausted, how to deal with being exhausted. No, sure.
1: Exhausted. It, it it has benefits, but, but just running once a week is not enough for um to give your body uh the resistance to the, that the the endurance oh, yeah. that it needs for you to be able to do that often
0: no no and I, I don't mean it makes you less exhausted doing that exercise it is you fatigue, talking, I, yeah I, exhaustion I, no I, i'm talking about it makes you more used to the state of being absolutely exhausted. absolutely and Yeah, that yeah. is uh, i mean um that's something at least when I went into army that they really hammered into us. Yeah, like yeah. W- we are trying to make things so difficult during training that being in actual war will feel easy.
1: Yeah, no, I I understand your point, and, and I and totally like, agree with that.
0: Just life in general, like uh, it, it's it's a whole thing of if you have spent your entire life relaxing, just walking with an empty backpack will feel uncomfortable.
1: Absolutely. No,
0: I, I, I get that. But if you're used to working, walking along with a heavy backpack, mm. then even just a light backpack feels relaxing to you. Yeah. It's just teaching you sort of where actually your limits are and pushing them and getting you to acknowledge that, no, no, being exhausted and uncomfortable is fine. It's just knowing where your actual utter limit is when you, your body stops moving it stops functioning before your mind does.
1: Absolutely. I I, I I'm I totally agree with that. I you know, I'm I'm old now. So I. Yes. (laughs) For you. uh, (laughs) I've I've seen uh, Dragon Ball when it first uh, aired in France. And one of the. 100 years ago. No, sorry. Yeah, 100 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I remember very clearly. uh, You know that old guy wearing the the turtle. um, I mean, I I don't watch anime. Oh, damn it. Um, I know exactly
2: who you're talking about. The one who's after the girls all the time?
1: Yeah, he wants to see naked girls all the time and he's always wearing this, uh, how is it called? The shell, uh, a turtle, giant turtle shell on his back, right? And so he's slow and and, and he's kind of weird, but uh, one day he has to fight. So he drops the shell and he's the most rapid, uh, resistant strong guy in the entire story because he's been training himself wearing this heavy shell all his life in order to be able to fight the proper way And can, it, can,
0: can, I, can I make a more modern metaphor naruto they did the it, same thing no, in naruto samurai jack, samurai jack when yeah, he's also. learning to jump and he's carrying that giant boulder yeah yeah and it's like oh yeah i can jump a meter with a giant boulder on my shoulders so i leave the boulder behind and i jump to outer space exactly and, and he they, didn't he, he did something other similar, <laughs> but,
1: yeah. they did that in so many anime and 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 movies. but the, that's that's the point i mean the, the idea being that is to train yourself to endure uh exhaustion uh fatigue tiredness whatever you want to call it to push yourself to the limit in order to be able to when you need it, uh, deliver uh, when you are asked to do something, okay? That's that's the idea. But uh, in order to do that, you, you have to keep motivation. You have to have a purpose, a goal behind that. That's, so that was my point um, early on. Um, I, I can work till exhaustion, physical exhaustion, if I have a purpose behind it, right? Um, so if I'm working on a project, that's fine, but that's not probably not enough to push me to my personal limit or limitation. Um, but in in again back to the praise of fatigue, this guy is is very nicely, softly, slightly, lightly um, explaining that if he's enduring all that. Um, it's because when he comes back at night, when the family is sleeping, when the kids are sleeping, um, the knowing that they are safe, fed, uh, housed, is enough for him to justify all this work that he is doing, right? Well, no, so actually, he, yeah. he, he he has something, he has a purpose. He, ha- he has a goal, he is to provide for his family and keep them safe and so on and so on. So is he... And... And I really encourage the people listening to that to uh, Google translate praise of fatigue, copy it into Google, find the text, and then translate it back in your own language to understand what I'm meaning. Um, He says that if he doesn't, if he uh, loses family, the wife, the children, and if he's alone, he has nothing to get tired for. So he would... Yes. Die. I understand that one. He would die from fatigue, which is in that case would be boredom. It would be bored to death because there is no more motivation behind everything that he is supposed to be doing. Um so yeah, that, that was the, the beginning of my of my thinking about that. And personally it's kind of the same, and it it feels very cliche to say that I'm what I'm doing, I'm doing it for my family, for my wife and my kid, but obviously it's the case because when I'm married and, and we decided to have a kid, it was um, on purpose, it was decided, So and, and I knew where I was going. Um, so when you are working on something, you are doing it for yourself, sure. You are also doing it for your family, sure. Sometimes some people work for recognition, for public recon- recognition, for praises or for admiration of people. That's the case for probably singers and actors. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them because we need them as well. Um, the, the, the coping mechanism is really interesting for me because when it's physical fatigue, when you are just tired, as Jan said, you just lay down, put your, put your feet up, you rest a little bit. You eat something, and after a while, you can keep going, uh, even when you are my age. <laughs> <laughs> fuck fuck your ass! I knew you would be laughing at that. <laughs> but when of it comes, course. of course, <laughs> you'll see in a few years. Um, but when well, it comes to 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 the mind, it's way more interesting to me because the the personally how I do it is seeing my family being happy of the result of what I've done. Even if most of the time it goes unnoticed by my kid, I know it's not by my wife. So um, that's okay. That's cool. My, my kid is only eight. He doesn't have to notice everything I do in the apartment. It, it's, it's not in his world. It's not his concern. So I'm totally fine with it. My my wife will notice, which which is really nice and, yeah, and it's cool. So that is a big part of me getting, uh, Uh, being refilled, recharged. And Mm -hmm. I also do something that is kind of um, anti-productive because instead of resting at night and sleeping at night, I have to have some time for myself. So I'm not sleeping I'm reading books, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm TV watching TV shows, I'm watching movies because that's that's a part of my day that I don't want, don't want to give up in order to be just rested in my head, just to stay sane.
0: I guess that part, sort of the you're recharging but you're, not, you're you're not resting.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And it's I I, I think I think the nuance of the poem is lost on me but I think I really get the meaning and I like the meaning of it. That it, you can endure a hell of a lot of shit if you know why you're doing it and you've chosen to do it. Exactly, but this
2: this is the why you're doing it not the like what you're doing to counteract it. Like you can feel like know like m- multiple episodes about the the way why, why we're doing it.
1: Mm. You you know the story of uh Sisyphus? I think he's in English.
0: Uh, the guy rolling the boulder up the hill, isn't it? Yeah. Greek and the, mythology, exactly. curse by the gods. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And the guy is, is, is getting insane because his work is meaningless. So all the all the effort that he's putting in every single day is meaningless. That's that's the curse. That's it. You can do the work uh every single day, the same work every single day, a good one, a bad one, boring one, an interesting one. if there is a purpose behind it, if you know why you are doing it, not knowing, not know, not having the motivation for me is the worst thing in the world. That's why waiting is the worst thing in the world for me because there is no purpose behind waiting they and and most of the time there is no single not one explanation of why people are, Uh, waiting for something when when someone tells you okay you will have to wait 30 minutes here then we will take care of you why? if you tell me uh, the person that you want to talk to is currently busy doing something else taking care of someone else okay I will wait there is absolutely no problem with it if you tell me wait my first question will be why? Why do I have to wait because you don't seem to be busy you don't seem to be uh taking care of anything so just justify the the wait please because for me when it's meaningless it's it's useless
0: Yeah I understand that I just don't have that kind of hatred for waiting like you do because I I my I'm mind French. is racing
1: yeah, well, Yes don't 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 forget <laughs> that I'm French
0: And and in my case my mind is racing anyway I I can mm. sit perfectly still and not be bored for a long time because I'm just thinking over stuff.
1: Oh, I, I keep myself stuff. busy as well, but uh, it's it's being told wait without mm. a, any explanation that drives me crazy. If I have mm. a, 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 if I have to wait and I know why I'm waiting, I will keep myself busy in my head. Oh, I, I will watch I'd... a movie. I, I I I will. I might even enjoy waiting. It it can be a break in my day. Yeah, but not that's knowing. what I'm thinking, and yeah.
0: I'm—I I'm, guess I'm just assuming they have a good reason to tell me to wait.
1: You're not living in France, so you, you can't understand. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, thanks for your answer, guys. I I appreciate it. Um, it 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 gives me a lot to think about.
0: Good luck with that.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> next time I'll be waiting, I will be thinking about you and your coping mechanism uh for fatigue
0: i mean you i think you did sort of the same thing like you did a lot of physical activities earlier when you were younger
1: me yeah uh yeah yeah a lot uh, but uh do you, that, you
0: recall that... like being
1: exhausted
0: from all of that
1: i recall um being exhausted a few times because of the lack of sleep like not yeah. being able to sleep for 36 40 hours that that's, that's the worst
2: that's thing. the that's the unhealthy exhaustion <clears throat> that's the unhealthy exhaustion
1: yeah. yeah yeah uh so that that that's probably the worst for me uh being uh dead tired after a whole weekend of martial art practice after um, a week snowboarding in the mountains, uh, after building heavy stuff and doing a lot of physical work. uh, Yeah, sure, I was tired, but there there was this um, state, uh, mental state of happiness somehow, probably because of endorphins or whatever. Um, Like you are so tired, but you have the feeling that you have... Done something, even if it's not very productive. You have done something that you wanted to do, uh, that you are so happy about it that it doesn't count really, and and because you know that you will be able to rest and you will uh, you will gain in endurance. the 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 mindset that I have I had uh, at the time was everything is a, a training. Every single thing that you do in life, uh, if it's hard, it will help you to get stronger, and it will is, be part of the training uh, isn't in that your martial what art. what
0: the, the Chinese say with the whole
1: ethos of kung fu? Yeah, kung fu is everywhere. That it, everything it, that you do. Kung fu do is not
0: a martial art. Kung fu is how do you say it, like Like uh, it's an attitude. Practice a, with dedication or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. Everything that you do, everything is kung fu because you can find kung fu in everything. The way you. Uh, cook can be Kung Fu. The way you you do groceries and you carry your bags can be Kung Fu because if you do it the proper way, it will train you, your mind or your body in order to be better uh, at Kung Fu basically. And that's the same spirit in martial arts.
0: Now we need to move over to our focus because I really want to tell people about Shaolin Soccer, the movie. Go for, it. <laughs> go for it it's not back to focus but speaking of kung fu now shaolin soccer it has a scene in the shop where someone is using their mad f- cinematic crouching tiger hidden dragon dragon kung fu skills mm-hmm. to stack groceries or something silly it's <laughs> yeah that movie is just absolutely bananas and yeah
1: And really funny Uh, and really really yeah
0: that and xiao what's now uh uh, kung fu hustle that's another one that's oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a a series of three or four movies around like people trained at kung fu doing sports uh which is like completely insane and, and super funny yeah
0: but my proper focus yeah uh, oh, granted if Jan didn't have any final thoughts because it looked like he wants to say things and I'm just cut in no it's all
2: good I'm still fighting with the internet connection so you you guys been like robots for like the last sentence and I was just quiet and <laughs> not like oh, okay sorry. I might step into something if I budge in now uh, <laughs> no all good I'm, I'm pretty much done with um, my part yeah
0: okay cool so. uh, because my, my, real, my real focus is jet lag the game On YouTube
1: jet like the game on YouTube okay can you tell us a little bit more about that
0: the point being they are playing connect 4 with all of the states of the US west of the Mississippi
1: that's really cool
0: now they all I think they all start in Chicago and they 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 sort of strategize and fly out from there there's uh, two teams two people each some YouTube personalities, I have no fucking idea who any of them are. Uh-huh. Uh, except for the Irish fellow, because he does real engineering and he's really fun. Uh, but that's the, the only real one I vaguely recognize, but that's it. Um, uh, some basic rules. Uh, there's uh, that you need to get to the state capital. There you get some kind of challenge you need to complete. And when you complete that challenge, then you claim the capital. When you okay. claim the capital, you either call the other guys or you record a video and send it to them. So if they are mid-flight or something, they will get that <laughs> message just as soon as they land. Nice. And that's the only update you give the other team is when you claim the capital, you need to tell them about it. Okay. So there's a fuck-ton of mind games of going like, okay, so if we get these two states, we can get, like, easily all of that way and all of that way. And then the other team is like, so we think they're going to do exactly that. So we're going to fuck with them. <laughs> nice. And it's, yeah, it's two teams, four people, two teams each, uh, two people, each team. Okay. And there are and, like three... Uh, there, There's, like... Uh, rental cars break down in the middle of the road there's uh, uh, flights get diverted because of snowstorms and blizzards yeah, and there's excellent mind games going on and very much good fuckery and the challenges they have to do is also hilarious so it's three episodes 25 minutes about each uh, well worth to watch
1: okay cool nice we'll watch that
0: thanks uh, Jan, you want to go while your internet is working? Yeah, because my... Yeah, it's
2: just because the internet is cutting out already again. Um, I'm just going to go with a short one because I didn't, like, lately I haven't had much time watching any YouTube, but there's sure. one called, and I just have to take a little quick look at it, uh, Two Last Endless Summer is the YouTube channel. And it's basically um, a guy and his girlfriend bought, or yeah, they both of them bought a boat for 100 bucks. And apparently they already restored another boat, but uh, they just got um, yeah they just got a boat for a hundred bucks and they're restoring it. And Mainly since it's not YouTube their first, yep. Yeah. And since it's not their first boat, they're not um, actually horrible at it. So they kind of know what they're doing. So they know yeah, that, that there's that a ton of work that has to be done and um yeah so they they just go over that and they do fiberglass work and they just do a lot of painting grinding right now because i think this one is only like two or three episodes in so i think the quintessence because i don't know the channel for long i just recently found it is that they bought a catamaran and they're waiting for it to Mm -hmm. be delivered and because they didn't wait that long they bought their first boat i believe and then they sold that and lived on land because or Waited for the catamaran and it's still not delivered, so they just bought another oh. boat and restoring that because they don't want to stand
0: still. Oh, wait, is that uh, like a hundred dollar boat refit series? I found
2: yes, exactly. That's what they're doing right now, and I think they should be at like the Ooh, third that's... video at the moment.
0: Got yeah. and it's uh, it's it's fun, it's fun,
2: Uh, it's a fun pace. They uh do talk in the beginning, but then they show just a ton of work they're doing, so um, yeah yeah it's, it's enjoyable to watch a short-lived and just the right thing if you don't can't sleep at night and you just want to see other people restoring stuff
1: yep oh. <laughs> cool cool beans <laughs> so mine is yes. uh, actually a small account uh, on instagram it has only a hundred and four thousand subscribers it's called hardly any Name and color, uh, with color spelled the proper way, with an U. It's an artist called Lucy Jean Green. She's a kinetic artist and paper sculptor. And I stumbled upon her work uh, the other day, and it's absolutely fantastic, the things that she can do with paper. It's very poetic, it's very nice. It's, yeah, I really like it, Um, probably because uh, I was doing that kind of stuff in school when I was a little boy. Um, They tried to make us do like um, scenery with different layers of paper or cut paper uh, to add depth to to the scenery. Um, Yeah, Uh, it's just beautiful work. Um, So, yeah, Uh, name and color on Instagram.
2: Nice. Definitely going to check that out.
1: Thanks, guys, for the chat tonight. It was really nice to learn a little bit more about how you deal with that kind of stuff.
2: Thank you for asking that. It was all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Red, you want to go first? Fuck you, Ras. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. And it's in If you also want to tell some of us f- to fuck off, you can do that on any of the social places at two thirds focused. Nice. Or done. Two thirds focused on Patreon if you really want to do the special kind of fuck off. Exactly. And you can find me.
1: The special kind of fuck off is specially addressed to you. So please give your email address, right. <laughs> I don't want to anymore it's well,
0: just my name you'll your, find me everywhere your social.
1: so it's yeah. RasmusLohen everywhere on the internet you can send him all the facts that you don't want to address to anyone else why do I even do this to myself <laughs> we love you Ras.
0: I doubt it but no. okay <laughs> you, you know it's true
1: <laughs> yes, yes.
2: Uh, great guys
1: and you read? Uh same thing uh, Red Smith everywhere on the internet.
2: Yep. Yeah. Same in nerdinventor.com or nerdinventor on the other social medias.
0: Wonderful. Thanks, guys. Fantastic. Thank Have
1: you a nice listening.
2: week. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Till next time.
0: Bye.